welcome back to the Lift With Leah podcast. Uh, I'm very, very excited for today's episode. So I am joined by Danny, um, Danny Bosworth, who I'm really good friends with and also used to coach me in the past as well. Um, and Danny's been through a really big journey herself, coming from a competitive background um, with bodybuilding. Um, I'm going to let her do a little bit of an intro. I'm not going to waffle on and tell you everything. Um, but yeah, really, really excited to, to have Danny on. So we've done a couple of podcasts before, actually. Um, but obviously, this is the first one on this podcast. We're going to be talking today about moving away from being very goal orientated in terms of having an aesthetic focus, uh, which I think a lot of people are, especially when they start out with their with their fitness journey um, and looking more at a long term approach in terms of focusing on strength, focusing on health, um, as opposed to like primarily primarily aesthetics. And obviously it can be quite a tough thing, I think, to switch the mindset into into that way of thinking. So we're essentially going to be talking through Danny's journey, moving away from bodybuilding um, or competing as such into more of like a holistic approach potentially so yeah Danny do you want to do do you want to do a bit of an intro yeah sure so I am Danny Bosworth for those of you who don't know I have been in the fitness industry since 2015 now that's when I first got into one-to-one personal training and I worked for a few years on the gym floor before moving online at the end of 2018 I started off coaching the general population like I do now so coaching people towards their training performance and body composition related goals in quite a holistic way where they keep their health intact and then I got into competing myself in 2016 and ended up coaching bodybuilding competitors I then stopped competing in 2020 when I realized it wasn't really offering me anything anymore and it was taking more from me in a negative way than what it was offering me and it was no longer in line with my values anymore so I moved away from competing myself and I also moved away from coaching bodybuilding competitors and I now coach people towards their their performance and body composition related goals in a holistic way where they keep their their health intact and I also help people through the post-show process which I can of course relate to and I've been through myself. Amazing so yeah I mean you've been through like a massive massive transition haven't you in the last like year or so especially with coming away um in terms of that obviously it's a massive change with like having such a focused goal and being working towards like a date really with the with the shows and having that specific date to work towards so how come you decided in terms of like moving away from competing what was your reasoning and your your like thought process around that so the main thing like I briefly touched on then was that I got to the point where competing was taking more from me than it was actually offering me because obviously stepping on stage participating in bodybuilding it's an extreme sport and it doesn't come without 
risks from a health perspective. Every prep that I did, and this is the case for most people, I lost my menstrual cycle. Um, every prep that I did towards the end, I lost my sex drive. My energy levels were incredibly low and it's it consumes your entire life. So if you are in the bodybuilding industry, if you are competing, you have to love the process for it to be worth it and you have to absolutely love the sport and it has to offer you a lot for it to be worth it and in the first few years of my self-competing I did love it and it was my entire life and I loved the pushing myself to the absolute extreme um and working towards that goal and and seeing the changes and obviously progressing because it's at the end of the day like competing is just as much about the process as it is stepping on stage so it taught me a lot about how to be resilient which I could apply to other aspects of life such as business it taught me a really good work ethic all of these things are what I benefited from from a competing perspective in the first few years but then once I'd sort of reaped those benefits and I'd been through the process several times um and the extent to which I had to push got more extreme every time I did prep because the standard was higher. Bikini girls were getting much more conditioned. More bikini girls were taking performance enhancing drugs. So the, the, the extent to which I had to push got more extreme every single prep and therefore the negative consequences got more extreme every single prep. Yeah, yeah. And so in 2020 it got to the point where I was like, actually, what is this offering me now? Is this adding to my life or is it just taking away from my life? And I started to get to the point where I wanted to invest in my health and invest in other aspects of life. I wanted to be a better friend. I wanted to have better energy levels. I wanted to have um, better relationships and I wanted to be able to go out and live my life. At the end of the day, we only get one life and I didn't want to just be completely absorbed by bodybuilding for yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah, it makes complete sense. And I think, um, obviously, like at some point, everyone has to come away from competing. Like it's not something you're going to be doing forever. Um, but I do think it's, and I bet a lot of people actually go through the same the same thought process, but it's quite a tough thing because obviously it becomes such a big part of like your life and kind of for a lot of people it's like their identity isn't it really it's like who they are like they're the bodybuilder or they're the bikini girl or that's just like all they know so did you find it did you find it hard like moving away or was it like relatively straightforward or is there anything that you felt like you struggled with when moving away from having like a very aesthetic goal because I can imagine as well like for a lot of people moving away from that and I guess it's the same with like just people who are generally have an aesthetic goal it can be quite hard shifting the focus from being so focused on what you look like and working towards a set goal to then moving away and having like a less clear goal as such yeah initially when I made the first decision it honestly felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders and that's how I knew that it was the right decision for me um and you know, I'd had for throughout the back end of that prep in 2020, I had an almost like a gut feeling that this was going to be my last prep. And so when I actually made that decision, you know, 
I just felt lighter and I felt yeah. like a weight had been lifted, which told me that it was the, the right decision. But that doesn't mean that that transition didn't come without its challenges. Post-show in itself is challenging for anyone, whether it's the last time you step on stage or whether you're going to go on to compete again. It's, it's a very difficult process. I'd go as far as saying for most people, it's 10 times as difficult as prep is. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so hard like you've worked towards that one day where you're peaking your physique for months on end and Mm. then all of a sudden that day's over and you've no longer got that that date to end to aim towards and you have to completely reverse your actions and completely change your measures of progress in order to move forwards with the post-show process so it's really difficult to wrap your head around that and to get used to that change and to get used to your routine being ultimately flipped on its head and to no longer having that extreme focus so yes it's a really difficult process for for anyone um and some of the challenges with that can be like accepting gaining body fat when you've been used to seeing yourself so lean that's difficult for for anybody but in terms of dealing with that, you just have to shift your focus and recognize that the priority is is health and how you feel, how you function, how you perform, how you yeah. recover, and put your emphasis on those elements of the process and be as process focused as possible during that process post show process, as opposed to you know body checking all the time yeah. or being so focused on your scale weight or how you look in your progress pictures yeah. and it can be really hard to make that trans- transition, but there's some of the things that, that can help. And um, I think it's really important to experiment and sort of find what makes you feel happy and fulfilled outside of the goal of stepping on stage when you're going yeah. through the process yeah, and yeah. invest your time, energy, effort into other aspects of life that, that make you feel happy and um, go and live your life and do do other things rather than jumping straight back into the goal of like prep again yeah yeah and I guess that's the same like even with someone that doesn't have an extreme goal such as like getting on stage obviously like we both coach females who don't necessarily want to step on stage but just want to maybe lose a little bit of body fat or gain a bit of muscle or just generally improve their life and live uh you know live a maybe a healthier life as such so I guess it's the same really in terms of um you know you'll you'll probably get this as well but when when someone comes to you and they've got like a specific fat loss goal, it can be obviously the, the focus initially, especially if they're very new into fitness and training, it can be really, really easy for people to get fixated on the scale weight or like, am I getting leaner or, you know, what's the number on the scale saying? So I think those things, what you just said as well, like being able to look at all the other things that come along with it, like the strength in the gym, how you feel, your energy levels. I think that plays such an important role because if people get so fixated on the number on the scale or the progress it becomes like a short-term thing as opposed to it being an actual change to the way they live their life yeah and that's as well why it's so important for us as coaches throughout the process to acknowledge the client's progress with other aspects of of the process outside of just their body composition related progress so when they check in with us you know acknowledging their progress with their training performance or their progress with their relationship with food or their body image 
their progress with their energy levels, improvements in sleep and recovery as a whole, the ability to be more mindful around nutrition. It's really important to celebrate those wins that aren't physique-based so yes. that when it does come to that post-show or post-fat loss phase, they already recognize that those elements of the process are really important and they already have that focus yes. as opposed to being purely um body composition focused yeah yeah 100 percent. and that's that's where I think as well like the um the focus on like the training performance can be so helpful because it shifts the focus away from what does my body look like over to what can my body do and how you know how much can I lift you know how how fit am I can I see improvements in fitness levels like is my flexibility getting better like there's so many other things that can be looked at aside from just this is the number on the scale or this is you know the this is how lean I am for for example yeah exactly yeah what did you find so you know when you when you came away from competing obviously you had a really really specific goal what did you start doing to help yourself move away from that because I think where a lot of people struggle is they'll have this fixed goal and they'll be like okay I want to weigh x amount or I want to fit in this bikini for my holiday and then um after they'll get to a point where they're like, oh, I'm, I've lost my motivation because I don't have this goal to work towards or I feel like I need a goal. And I get that a lot with clients. They'll, they'll when they first start, they'll come to me and be like, oh, I don't feel motivated because I don't have a goal to work towards. So how do you deal with that? Because I guess for you, I know you've got like a, a general goal in terms of you want to obviously feel good and train well, but how do you, how did you make that shift? And what do you feel like helps you on a day-to-day basis with that? I think just recognizing again the benefits of training and good nutrition outside of it being just a means to manipulate your body composition you know training helps with preventing issues such as osteoporosis when you're when we're older it feels really good to be strong and that can be very empowering so focus on that focus on you know, good nutrition to support your overall health and function and your energy levels, your cognitive function throughout the day, your work performance, um, and, you know, support your overall health, which will support menstrual cycle function. If you're someone who wants children, that's really important. There are so many benefits to resistance training and good nutrition outside of it being a means to manipulate your body composition. So if you can recognize those benefits and make training and good nutrition are part of your life rather than seeing it as a short-term diet that will serve you so well and it will result in you at the end of the day at some point it will just become almost second nature and it will become habitual and a part and an important part of your life which really adds to your life as opposed to it just being something you do to lose x amount of body fat um so yeah training is like it's been a constant part of my life since I was about like 14 now and it's something that I will like I'll always stay consistent with because I recognize the benefits of it and same with good nutrition you know I know that I'm gonna feel my best self if I eat lots of fruit and veg if I have a sibling of protein with each meal if I eat food that makes me feel and function well like that's that's going to add to my life and make me a better person and improve my quality of life so why would I not do that yeah yeah I think that just hit the nail on the head there in terms of what you said about making it a part of your life is versus using it as like 
just a, a way of hitting a body composition goal because I think that happens with quite a lot of females where they say oh like I'm not making the progress that I want I'm not losing weight so what's the point I may as well just not bother but actually there's so many other benefits to be to be gained from it and you know if you stop doing all these things that you've built in such as like the training and all that sort of thing you know it's, it's not going to be helping how you feel like it's just going to lead to you kind of make taking steps back to how you were feeling before yeah exactly like I I know that training contributes to me being my best self so why like why would I stop that yeah and I think that's so good what you said as well about it adding to your life because I think a lot of people get into the mindset especially when they've got maybe a big fat loss goal where it's like this is something that I have to do like I have to go to the gym um I have to eat well I have to cut out my favorite foods like that sort of thing and they view it as like this massive negative whereas if you can switch your mindset and be like I get the opportunity to train to get stronger to feel more energized to eat foods that make me feel good like it's something that you want to do as opposed to something that is like a negative addition to your life and then it's like regardless of the result and regardless of whether you lose weight or whether you don't you know it's still something that you would have as an addition to your life I think that's such a good way to look at it exactly and it is a choice and it is a privilege you know there's a lot of people that can't train for whatever reason or can't choose there's a lot of people that can't choose to diet and don't have enough food like so you're literally choosing to pursue the goal of fat loss at the end of the day for for like vanity for the reason that you want to manipulate Mm. your body in that way it's great that you get a choice and you need grateful for that as opposed to seeing it as like a chore or a negative thing yeah I think that whole that whole mindset as well just makes when if you do go into a a dieting phase or a fat loss phase it just makes it so much easier as well because you're not constantly battling against feeling like you have to do these things it's just kind of like your decision rather than it being like I have to train you know making it a negative and if you don't want to like don't do it yeah no one's making it what happens when you don't do it like if your goal is fat loss and you decide you don't want to pursue fat loss anymore that is absolutely okay like that is your choice no one is making you lose body fat you can choose how you want your body so if you are in a fat loss phase and you're hating every minute of it get your ass out of it what's the point but you have to be okay with then not put, not making more fat loss progress if that's yeah problem. yeah it's like kind of accepting the the consequences of your actions and I, I this is something that I say to my clients and I remember you used to say it as well is like it's okay if you go out for a meal and you enjoy yourself and maybe you do eat a bit more um but there's nothing wrong with doing that but you've got to be you've got to be able to acknowledge the consequences of the actions that you take through the week yeah exactly it's about holding yourself responsible and accountable for the decisions that you make and making sure that decisions the decisions that you are making are in line with your goals and what you value in life at the moment yeah yeah 100 I did a video on that the other week actually um in one of my groups and it was like because a lot of people they'll get to the end of the week and they'll be like oh I haven't made the progress I want I'm not very happy um even happens like in check-ins sometimes um and some of the girls are maybe not progressing the way they want um and but then when we look back at the week it's like yes but xyz are the actions you took so like that's why you've not made the progress that you want and it's like accepting responsibility that it's okay to do those things but if you if you do those things you can't then moan when you don't get the results that you want yeah exactly yeah so I, I think that's like a really nice way to look at it as well yeah I agree okay amazing so 
Um, in terms of in terms of your goals right now, have you got any particular goals that you're working towards, or what's like your? I know you said about making it, you know, something that makes you feel better, and obviously you want to feel good and everything like that. But have you got any like specific goals that you're working on at the minute with your training or or your life in general? So my main focus, to be honest, is my clients, my professional development, as opposed to my own physique or my own fitness goals. So much more time, energy, effort for me goes into um, coaching and my clients and my business as opposed to my own personal training and nutrition. Um, But personally, I just want to continue to get fitter and stronger and just maintain a condition that I'm happy with essentially and continue to become healthier both mentally and physically. I might do like um, there's a fitness competition called the National Fitness Games in the summer in London, which I might do, Mm. um, but it's not something that I'm going to be like busting my ass towards or training like multiple hours a day for. It's just something that I might do for fun as opposed to like it being an extreme goal. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, um, just touching on like the mentality side of things. So obviously when when you're prepping for example when you were prepping um there's a massive emphasis on like okay you need to do cardio you need to um get x amount of sessions in these are the steps you need to it's all very much like physical so what what do you do now um I think you'll be quite big on this with your clients and I feel like I am as well in terms of like having a positive mindset like being grateful for like what you've got like practicing those sorts of things what do you is there anything that you do in your day in terms of like helping with mentality and like mindset and things like that yeah I mean there's things like um practicing gratitude but I don't necessarily like write it down anymore it's just something that like I think about every day what I'm grateful for so that's something that I do um I do try and journal regularly so daily when I can it's not always daily but I try and do it as regularly as I can journaling is a really helpful tool for a lot of people and it's something that I've been doing for a good while now um I make sure that I get fresh air and daylight exposure every day I make sure that I prioritize my sleep wherever possible so that I feel my best self Um, I make sure that I eat regularly throughout the day emphasize plenty of fruit and veg lots of whole foods and make sure I get full protein feedings in daily um, and just focus on like daily habits as opposed to numerical values on everything so I still go on walks outside every day but I don't track my steps if that makes sense yeah yeah. Is there anything else just out of interest that you've stopped doing? Like since moving away from competing um, and going more down this route. So you mentioned there stopping tracking your steps. Is there anything else you've done in terms of like loosening the, the reins, I guess, a little bit? Yeah. So I don't track my steps. I also, when I used to compete, I used to sometimes wear a heart rate monitor um, to track my resting heart rate first thing in the morning. Don't do that anymore. Um, I don't usually track my food. There's been the odd occasion where I've tracked my food in the run-up to, I've done the odd like CrossFit competition for fun and I've tracked my food in the run-up to that to make sure I'm eating enough. Um, But on a daily basis, I don't track my food. I just make sure that I hit the basics and fundamentals and I'm really mindful around food. Um, But I think that you almost have to, to some extent, 
like earn the right to do that by yeah. making basics and fundamentals are in place and that you have a good amount of knowledge around nutrition so that you yes. can move away from tracking and still move forwards towards your goals if you want to do that um so yeah it's, you know I've, I've spent years tracking my food and I'm now at the point where I don't track most of the time but I have the knowledge that I've gained through those years of yeah. tracking to be able to be in this position now yeah um and what else don't I do anymore do you still track your training out of interest like do you do you track like your lifts and things like that um not usually to be honest but I I do have a very good memory so like I can go into I I know what I can do on the glute drive for example yeah I know I know my weights for like the abduction adduction hamstring curl like I do have a very good memory so yes but no because I don't track it in a written logbook and I don't track it online very often there'll be the odd occasion where I'll write a session in the notes in my phone just so that I know where I'm at but and sometimes like I said I'll track it in my head with my lower end conditioning session for example what I'll make sure I'm doing is gradually over time applying progressive overload yeah yeah but I'm not super meticulous about it so for example at the moment I've got either a front squat or a back squat in that session and I've been gradually increasing the load that I'm doing all the number of reps over time so I am technically applying progressive overload just that I'm not super meticulous with it yes and I guess because you don't have like a specific hypertrophy or you know that sort of goal like you said at the start you just kind of want to maintain um I guess it's not it's not quite as important as if we were working with a client and they really wanted to progress with hypertrophy in a particular area like they would need to make sure they were consistently eating enough and you know really tracking the training and progressing with it but when you've got a goal of maintenance and like you've already got a really good amount of muscle mass like your nutrition knowledge is obviously very very good um because of the years you've spent tracking you can afford to be like a little bit more lax with it and still maintain and it's relatively easy to maintain muscle mass as well um once you've got the muscle as long as you're training you know you're not really going to lose the muscle are you exactly like I I do have you know I have a few sessions that I do over the week that are pretty similar every single week and have the same movements in yeah. so that I can apply progressive overload with those movements I make sure I get a certain amount of training volume in over the week um, and I know as long as I do that I'll maintain what I've got and then if I want to do anything extra, I can be quite flexible with it. I do a bit of yoga now. I do some running, really enjoy it. Like I love getting out for runs outside. I mean, here it's a bit hot, <laughs> but um, I've still been doing it every now and again, just not as frequently as what I was in the UK. Yeah. Um, and yoga, I'm absolutely loving. And I think that more people should get into yoga yeah. because of the benefits of, of doing that, like um, the classes where they get you to focus on breath work yes can be really beneficial and can help with your ability to to be mindful and manage your stress levels and it can also just help you appreciate your body's function as opposed yeah. to just appreciating your body for what it looks like as well yeah. which can help with your body image yeah yeah I've actually started doing yoga as well because um, I think when we I think when we saw each other last time, like you were saying you started and I was like, actually, you know what, I might, I might give that a go. And it's always been something like I've kind of done a session of and then not done it again for months and months and months. Um, but yeah, I just started doing that a little bit and I actually really enjoy it as well. It's quite relaxing. Exactly. Try not to fall asleep though, some of them. 
I know. When they get you to lay down at the end, like that's uh, when I, yeah, start to fall asleep. Yeah, I did a class actually the other day that was like, um, it's called restorative yoga. And it's basically where you just lay down. I don't think we got up the whole time. And it was like an hour of lying down in different positions. But it was like, you know, when they focus, you know, when they get you to like count with your breathing and like breathe for the count of five or whatever. It was that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, literally conked out after about five minutes. Nice. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, so... Is there anything else? Actually, just touching on something you just said there to finish off, I think it'd be quite good to, to go through is body image. And I had one, I had a chat with one of my clients about this the other day. And I think a lot of people perceive with body image that as you get leaner and lose body fat, that your body image will improve. And I think with this, it doesn't work like that because even when you are lean, and I remember even when I was, you'll be the same, like when we were dieting down in the latter end, end, ends of a prep where I was very, very lean and you will have been as well, you'll still have had days and I definitely still had days where I woke up and I was like, don't look very good, like wanted to cover up, like felt not very confident at all or you know, just having a bad body image day. And I think a lot of people perceive that as you get leaner, those days go and you just feel amazing all the time. Um, but I think you know, it's so important to realize that body image is a separate thing to what you actually look like. It's how you perceive yourself, not what you actually look like. Yeah, exactly. And like, so first point, my body image was way better now than it was when I was ever competing. Mm. Um, And a lot of something to take into account is that when you do run a fat loss phase or you have extreme physique based goals your obsession with the way that you look is just like you you think you wake up and you'll think about your physique every single day and you'll probably do things like body checking much more often obviously you're taking progress pictures much more often and it actually often leads to increased body dissatisfaction and your body image getting worse. So it's it's funny because people often like they'll start a fat loss phase with their body image, maybe be it not being in the best place, but also not being in the worst place. And then they'll actually find that it gets worse yeah. throughout the fat loss phase. Um, and improving your body image can come with things like, like I said, appreciating your body for what it can do as opposed to just purely what it looks like. So for that reason, it's really important. We as coaches get clients to focus on the process itself as opposed to the outcome and those measures of progress that are based on health function, how you feel as opposed to just how you look and those things you know can help improve someone's body image throughout the process as opposed to it getting worse due to them just focusing on how their physique looks um and yeah what else can help with it improving your body image is just like appreciating your positive qualities as a person that are nothing to do with the way that your body looks as well um and yeah just doing things like body checking less because at the end of the day both our body composition and our body image remembering that they're two separate things body composition is how our body is actually made up of like muscle mass fat mass water body image is how we view ourselves both of those things are in a constant state of flux like they will fluctuate and they are temporary 
So really, really important to to recognize that. And, you know, on no one is ever going to get to a point where they have zero bad body image days for the rest of their life. That's not the goal. The goal is just to improve your ability to cope with those bad body image days and to improve your body image on the whole yeah so that the majority of the time it's in a good place but that doesn't mean that you're never going to have bad body image yes. days yeah and like on a bad body image day like I would just advise a client to wear something that they're really comfortable in that they feel good in focus on how they feel perform and function and what they're grateful for and what they're grateful for their body for allowing them to do as opposed to putting their emphasis on how they look so avoid body checking on a bad body image day avoid wearing something where you're showing a shit ton of skin because that's just not going to help the way that you feel and shift your focus on to those process-based goals and how you feel perform and function as opposed to your external appearance because yeah. everyone has those bad body image days and don't jump to manipulate in your body composition or manipulate in your diet on those days just recognize it's a bad body image day it's temporary and it'll pass yeah exactly I think that's the biggest thing as well remembering like it's not going to last forever like those days do pass and you can wake up one day and feel completely different to what you did the previous day and looking at that realistically nothing is going to change overnight from a body composition perspective so it just goes to show like how much of it comes down to how you actually perceive yourself versus what you actually look like but I think a lot of people associate those two things together so they think oh I feel worse I must look worse whereas actually acknowledging that okay yeah I feel a bit worse today but it doesn't necessarily mean that my body composition has actually changed and being able to separate those in your head I think allows you to just take a step back and look at it logically as opposed to freaking out about it basically yeah definitely amazing I just thought that was quite a a good thing to go through because I can imagine like a lot of people moving away from dieting do struggle with that and think that it is due to potentially maintaining or gaining weight but it's definitely not it's a completely separate thing yeah definitely um amazing is there anything else that you want to add or advice or top tips or anything like that for anyone kind of you know to focus more on a well-rounded holistic approach as opposed to just being really focused on the aesthetics I just think it's important to keep reminding yourself of everything that you have to be grateful for and reminding yourself that at the end of the day we only have one life and life is to be lived um and so you know it's it's really important to make sure that you have that that perspective and keep making sure that you are living your life in a way that makes you feel happy and fulfilled and if for example you're chasing a goal of manipulating your body composition but the process is making you completely miserable then maybe that's something that needs to be reassessed because you're you're wasting your life and there's there's no time to waste in reality yeah such a such a good summary to the end (laughs) yeah amazing okay do you want to um do you want to pop your instagram name in so people can follow you yeah, sure. So my Instagram is just Danny Bosworth. It's D-A-N-N-I-B-O-S-W-O-R-T-H. Um, that's it. And please don't hesitate to reach out anyone if you have like any feedback on this podcast or if you have any questions that you'd like to ask or anything you'd like to discuss, please don't hesitate to reach out. 
yeah, amazing. You can just always pop us a message. Like if you have, if you struggled with this or you do struggle with it, or you want to just kind of talk through any ideas um, or just get any advice, just drop, drop us a message on Instagram. Um, mine is at Leah Hole Fitness with two L's. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. But thanks so much for, for joining. And if anyone has any more requests for podcast guests or um, anything else that you'd like covering, um, please drop me a message as well.